Before we start today's episode of Zillennial Canon, we just wanted to let you know that there's a link in our description to some friends of the pod, including Adam's second podcast, Aggressively Okay, that he hosts with Joe, Back to Back, Seltzer Cast, and a few others that we know you'll enjoy. Thanks for supporting us, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Seventeen again? Thirteen going on thirty? What are we? Two twenty-three-year-olds going through a quarter-life crisis? Hi, everyone. Welcome to Zillennial Canon. I'm Kira. And I'm Adam. And that was unexpected. Kira did not prepare (laughs) me for a bit. And here I am just reveling from it. Yeah. Well... Uh, as you said before we started recording, um, we've had a like a theme throughout like the last few episodes, and it's a weird theme going from Madagascar. I mean, not like a theme, but just like a weird like sequence of movies trajectory of like yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, that word. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I mean that's kind of that's the canon in general. That's yeah. That's the to quote Angela Bassett in Mission Impossible Fallout, that's the job. Like, that's what we're, <laughs> that's what we're here for. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how we arrived at 17 again this week. Um, I think mostly just because, like, we panicked. I panicked on, like, Sunday night and then was like, oh, what are we doing this week? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was Oscar weekend. Yeah. Uh, no need to talk about that. Yeah, no. Um, Nothing really zillennial canon happened at the Oscars. Can't stand that hoe. But um, <laughs> me and anyway. the bestie. <laughs> yeah, next year, me and the bestie. Um, but yeah, so like, uh, either Saturday or Sunday, you were like, "Yo, what should we actually do this week?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, we have a podcast." Yeah, because we've been like, we like text normally. And then, like, I realized that it's, like, Sunday night, and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be watching a movie tomorrow so that we could talk about it on tomorrow night and or Tuesday. I think you were just so thrown off by the fact that I replied to you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, You didn't know what to do with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, but you said, um, like, you were like, why don't we pick something we've been talking about recently? And mm -hmm. we kind of ended up on 17 again, which is true. Um, I think it's because it got added to Netflix last year that it's been, like, in our psyche for the past, like, year. Yeah, and I have something to say about that. Go for it. So, this isn't even, like, jumping to the end, so I don't even want to say, like, not to jump to the end. Um, but, so, did you watch it on Netflix? Absolutely. Okay, yes. <laughs> did you watch it through, like, the credits where it was, like, the yearbook photos? I know because I like okay. I fast for I saw that those were there, mm-hmm. but I fast forwarded past them to see if there's a post credit scene and there wasn't, so I just closed out of it. Okay, so I watched it just because I was like folding laundry while I was doing it, so like I kind of let the credits roll for a little bit. And right. you know how Netflix like minimizes the credits to put like oh like up next like autoplay this trailer for this thing, right? So instead of doing that, a black screen came up. 
and it had like the 17 again like title card and then underneath it in like regular font like it literally looked like a eulogy it said the last day to watch this is april 30th really i've never seen that happen before in my life um I've like seen... literally it looked like a eulogy <laughs> no, <laughs> it's I've like seen that the happen. last day to watch this like no, I've seen that happen before. Um, it was actually something I was looking at the other day mm-hmm. that I was like, had in my list and said, better watch it soon. It's expiring on whatever date. And I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Um, but no, I didn't realize 17 again was expiring. So No, not uh, even like not even that. It's just like the fact that like the movie ended like that. Like, yeah. and it's also like, wouldn't they preface the movie by saying that? Like. 17 like, again how like about I... never again it's leaving next week <laughs> <laughs> it's like i just watched this shit two minutes ago like yeah let me just get on that like in the next two days yeah um yeah no that's super weird <laughs> yeah um, I've, I've, I've never seen it before and i didn't expect it so what were your memories with this movie kira well I think I brought it up in the High School Musical episodes, and I would be very shocked if I didn't, but I had a big Zac Efron phase. Um, and this was one of the first, like, things, I think, beyond Hairspray and High School Musical that I really, like, clung on to with him. And I can't remember... Oh, yeah, I did have a bootleg of this movie. Like, my grandpa made, like, an illegal copy of the disc for me, like, from my library or whatever. Mm. Um, so this was one that I did watch a decent amount. Not as much as, like, Mamma Mia or, like, Twilight, but, um, okay, this was one. 16-year-old Kira. 16? This was me when I was, like, 12. <laughs> I feel like your taste has never changed. It's no, just... it literally hasn't. Okay, pack it up, 23-year-old Kira. <laughs> me when I was 12. Me when I was 16. Me when I'm 23. Venn diagram is a circle in the middle is just Mamma Mia. It's that uh, pyramid of like self-fulfillment needs, personal needs. But like Kira at 23, Kira at 16, Kira at 12. Mamma Mia. Yeah, this is one I did not see in theaters for some, Mm -hmm. I can't remember why. Um, I guess it just like didn't really look appealing to me enough to like go see it in theaters when I was like, what came out in 2009. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like 11 at the time, probably. And, um, but I remember we rented it from Blockbuster because I think that was around the time my mom paid off the Max Keeble debt. Um, <laughs> the Max she, Keeble uh, debt. We were indebted. We're not in debt, but like we owed a fine for Max Keeble's big move at Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And that's why we went to Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video closed. So then we were forced to pay off the Max Keeble debt. Mm-hmm. at blockbuster to rent dvds so this was one of my blockbuster movies and i think i have it somewhere in the house because we bought it like when they were closing mm-hmm. um and i have it like in the blockbuster like the case i love um, that like plastic like the feeling of the blockbuster plastic you know what i'm talking about yes like, it's 100%, like 100 yeah it's like thick plastic it's thick yeah. yeah um yeah no it's it's super i i had that 500 days of summer mm-hmm. and some others i couldn't tell you um but yeah i remember watching it when i was a kid and mm-hmm. i liked it a lot like i i think i watched it 
that was like around the time I was starting middle school. So yeah. I was pretty, that was a good age to watch it, I think. And yeah, I enjoyed it a lot as a kid. Um, it's always been like in the back of my mind as like one of those movies that when it was coming out, people were like dunking on Zach Efron the same way they dunked on like Robert Pattinson for being in Twilight. Did they? Like, I mean, yeah, like dudes. Oh, were like because oh. you know dudes are stupid but like they were like oh you were in a girl movie now you're making real movies it's gonna suck like you know like just stupid shit and i mean i didn't think that but i was kind of like i wonder if that'll be good and then i watched it and it was mm. super funny especially to like an 11 year old boy like there's a lot of really funny shit in here um and i think maybe just my first note is zach afron is so good in just everything he's oh, in oh yeah He's great. I yeah. he's honestly like a really, really, really good actor. And I like that he he he's like extremely funny. Yes. Like I know that we bring up the beach bomb a lot, but his appearance in that movie, the first time I saw it, because I saw it in like a test screening like a long time before it came out. And it was like honestly, like looking back, that was basically like the final cut of the movie. Like I saw it like more than a year before it came out and that was before anyone knew anything from it nobody had seen any pictures or videos from it like any trailer or anything um and seeing him appear in that movie was literally like i don't even know how to describe it like he is he's literally on another level like i don't yeah no, I I even really like him in um no especially I especially like him in the neighbors movies. I think he like oh, yeah. really shines in those. Absolutely, yeah. Um because he balances like he gives like genuinely a good like dramatic performance in both of those movies, like mm-hmm. underneath the great comedic timing. Mm-hmm. But like there's a real sincerity to his character. Like those movies that like, kind of dissect the himbo, which mm-hmm. I like. Um, and I, I just love those movies so much. Both I was talking to a friend of the pod, Joey, about it the other day because he's never seen the second one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, watch it. It's really good. Yeah, it's and, so fun. Yeah. I do like sell it to him. I'm like, dude, Beanie Feldstein's in it. Mm-hmm. You, like, everyone's in this movie. Like, it's such a good movie. Um, honestly, just as good as the first. Um, and I feel like, and now he has like the Netflix show where he like, travels and does like yeah shit. yeah i haven't, I watched, haven't it. watched it but people yeah. seem to like it yeah it's um, on my queue but I've, i haven't watched it yet also like have you seen in the past few days there's been zach efron news about like his face no oh so he apparently like got like work done or something um better. and he looks he got like cheek fillers and like jaw fillers um oh yeah 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 it's not like um yeah he i don't know yeah i don't want to comment on the man yeah yeah um i mean he kind of it kind of reminds me i think it's just mostly like a shock to see um Because remember, like when the Kumail photo dropped? Oh yes. Yeah, that was definitely like, um, yeah, you know. I mean, I don't really 
want to like dive into anyone's personal life even if they are celebrities it's like we don't know what's going on so it's like yeah. why talk about it yeah. all i'm gonna say is this picture that i because i googled zach efron face on yeah. google images and the side by side of like him prior to like whatever he had done mm-hmm. um the picture with like him with white hair first of all oh yeah hot. you like yeah he, like, Second. bleached his hair, and, like, in the beginning yeah. of people, like, bleaching hair, like, that whole trend, and it was pretty cool. He looks good. Um, he, he looks, looks like Tom Cruise in Collateral. It looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I just want to say, though, I have, I took notes for this movie, which I infamously never do. Oh, good. I took, like, a minimal amount of notes, but I still love this movie and have things to talk about with. I just want to say. I usually, when I take notes for this pod, I have, like, one or two, like, this is the lineal canon. Like, these yeah. tropes are the canon. I have an entire subsection of notes that are dedicated to what is the lineal canon in this movie. So can I just read through them? Yeah, like please list them all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dorky best friend slash himbo main character is the lineal yeah. canon. Not getting a job promotion is the lineal canon. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite one. Taking your bitch kids who won't put down their fucking phones when you're trying to be the cool dad and take them to get ice cream is Zillennial Canon. <laughs> a pending divorce with room for character development is Zillennial Canon. Having a creepy old person that only you can see grants you a wish is Zillennial Canon. Yeah. Sometimes falling slash being sucked into a hole or something equivalent to that is Zillennial Canon. Publicly humiliating the bully is Zillennial Canon. That father or father figure having a relationship with your teacher or principal is Zillennial Canon. So many things in this movie are Z Canon. So mm-hmm. many. Um, yeah. And I also want to say, just a quick fun fact, the director of this movie, just a just the weirdest side note. You know in Pulp Fiction, the scene where he, um, Sam Jackson is like, he goes to that dude's apartment, when, or like the people's apartment, like when they're eating breakfast. Mm-hmm. The dude that he shoots on the couch is the director of this movie. <laughs> That's cinema, baby. I just—it's just a fun connection. I love that. Did Tarantino inspire him to make this film? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So um, obviously, this one's a huge check mark for us. Yeah, I. Um, I definitely think the thing with the phone. And I think, like, thinking about, like, oh, like, going back to high school, like, movies, I think the only movie that I can think of that got it right um, was, like, 21 Jump Street, Mm -hmm. because they definitely got the vibe of, like, actually nerds are, like, the cool people now, and then they also included scene kids. (laughs) The funniest fucking line in that movie is when he sees the anime kids and he's like what the fuck are those things (laughs) so good every fucking time i watch that movie it kills me (laughs) yeah i should really rewatch that but i think that and like also like the inclusion of like seeing kids is just like um yeah i think just the whole vibe of when did that movie come out 2012 Okay, I mean, that's only, like, three years, but... I it's saw just a really... test screening of that in 2011. Really? Yes. How different was it? Um, It didn't have end credits. Like, they played, like, all those, like, little clips at the end, like, at mm-hmm. rapid speed at the end, which I was like, is this the ending? Because it's very weird. 
um the cgi wasn't finished like those scenes where they were like blowing up the trucks in the Mm -hmm. third act like the fire was like very rough like Mm -hmm. like vfx and i think that was it it was mostly a done movie just like a few like vfx things but that's cool i remember like going into it like i didn't really know what to expect because this was like pre-lego movie with florida miller and i walked out just like loving it yeah it's um yeah i think that it's like kind of hard to do like older person has to try and like fit in with the teens because i think it's really easy to fall into like the like kids these days and their cell phones and i think that this movie kind of falls into like weird stuff regarding like abstinence and stuff yeah. <laughs> and like a weirdly pro-life movie when you think about it. without trying i mean it's mm, i don't want to say it doesn't I mean, try to be, the whole it, like, movie they... the whole movie is about him being like i gave up my college scholarship to raise my daughter because my <laughs> high school girlfriend got thing. pregnant like... and there's no options and i am gonna throw away on my whole future which like yeah whatever that's his choice but the hard cut I think... from him like kissing his wife as zach efron to like cutting to him as like fucking matthew perry yeah and i don't i don't know if it's like deliberately trying to be funny but it's hilarious it's very funny yeah yeah because like in what world does like chandler bing grow up to be like mm. zach oh, Efron? <laughs> i was gonna say zach Efron is 33 so canonically in four years he is supposed to look like matthew perry <laughs> i mean but the way his face has been looking lately i don't think maybe he's just trying to avoid looking like matthew perry because <laughs> he looks like the polar opposite of matthew perry um, do we like Matthew Perry? Like, is did he do anything bad? Do we do we know? Uh, he's fine. Okay. He like went through a lot in the nineties. I know. Um, I know nothing about the man. I don't even watch yeah. Friends. He so, yeah. dealt with like addiction and stuff, like in the middle of Friends. Yeah, I hot take. It's not a hot take. It's a hot take for like cool people. I kind of like Friends. I don't mind it. I'll watch it if it's on. I mean, I've seen reruns. Obviously, I know yeah. what Friends is. Like, I've yeah. watched episodes. I just haven't, like, watched it through, like, on Netflix or anything. Yeah. Um, My little sister, like, loves it, so. Yeah. It's, like, it's been weirdly reclaimed by Gen Z, and it's, like, everywhere now because it was on Netflix. Yeah. Um, But I used to have, like, the DVDs of the seasons, and I like it. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. No, I have nothing against it at all. Um. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know if he was, like... I genuinely didn't know, like, how he was considered to be. Because, like, everything aside from that, uh, like, I don't think... Like, it's really refreshing when Zac Efron pops up in this movie again. Because Matthew mm-hmm. Perry is, like, not great in the scenes he's in. Um, since obviously he gives a bad performance, but just kind of like a... And I get that it's the character that he's boring and tired and he's not, mm-hmm. like... But, like, those scenes are just, like, very stiff. And the movie doesn't, like, really pick up until the plot kicks in. I think it's also, like, he, like, I don't know. I think he's, like, supposed to just be a boring person. So you can't really tell if it's, excuse me, I hiccuped. Um, You can't really tell if it's just, like, boring scenes or if that's just, like, showing, like, who he's supposed to be, you know? No, I know. Um, Like, yeah. Yeah. 
I just keep, like, thinking, like, I don't know why, but recently I've just been, like, if there's, like, really bad casting or something, I'm just, like, trying to justify it. And I'm, like, that was a creative choice. Like, um, Sean and I rewatched Chicago the other day, and the entire time we were just, like, ranting about, like, how good the casting was, how good the casting was, and then I'm, like... So Richard Gere, finally, yeah. like, he fucking sucks in this movie. Yeah, man. And then, like, I'm thinking, like, I always just, like, overthink it because that's, like, one of my main defenses of, like, Mamma Mia is, like, casting people that can't sing makes it feel, like, almost, like, more realistic and more, like, people just, like, literally breaking out into song and dance. But, um, Richard Gere, like, if you think of it, like, we'll go into it when we eventually cover Chicago, which we probably will. Um, I'm just, like, he's supposed to be just, like, a, like, stupid guy. So, like, obviously they're gonna cast, like, Richard Gere. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, now. No, I'm, I'm... Are you a Richard Gere defender? No, I don't care. I don't okay. I... <laughs> uh... Imagine if, like, this is how I found out after all the years of our friendship <laughs> that you're, like, a massive Richard Gere stan. I literally couldn't tell you one Richard Gere movie, like, aside from Chicago. Nights of Rodanthe, that's a good one. That's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> I was like, Sam Nicholas Sparks movie. Yeah. Nights nice. nice no, in Rodanthe. He was born to be um, in a Nicholas Sparks movie. Like, Love Him or Hate in Him, a he's a dad. Nicholas Sparks movie and playing Billy Flynn in Chicago. What yeah. else has he even been in? Like, what, what is he at all. Nothing. for? Like, I have no idea. Looking that's, like a dad. That's the kind of fame I want. Okay, like him, I get like a lot of money. Him, Dennis Quaid. Who else? Who else is? Oh, he scene? had a fucking pretty woman, of course. Oh, I like that movie a lot. Of course you do. Um, What's that supposed to mean? It's a good no, I'm just movie. I, don't, I haven't seen it. I'm just kidding. It's like a generally liked movie by the I entire was kidding, population. Oh. I have not seen the movie. Dear God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, you're right, though. Of course I would like that movie. <laughs> it is like a Kira movie, you know. There's, there's a movie um, my mom loves. I think it's like a Hallmark original, but Hachi, the dog's tale. Oh, yeah. No, I know what you're talking that, about. The Shiba Inu. Like, the, the whitewashed like Japanese movie. Yeah. Oh, is it whitewashed? It's like a Japanese, like, um, I don't, I don't know if I should call it, like, a legend, like, whatever, but there's, like, a train station in Japan where it's, like, the dog's owner, like, went to work every day, and then, like, the dog would, like, go and meet him at the train station every day, and then, like, I don't know if, like, the owner died or, like, the dog, I think the owner died, and then, like, the yeah, dog, like, waited at the train station for him or something, and so now My there's, mom. like, there's, like, a statue of the dog at the train station. My mom is fucking evil. She like literally like watched that movie and then she was like, Adam, come come here. And I'm like, what? She's like, you have to watch this movie. <laughs> she gets the cutest movie. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like watching it. And then we get to the fucking ending where the dog like is just yeah. waiting for his dead owner. Like, yeah. And just dies there too waiting. And I'm like, what the fuck, mom? Like, yo, yeah. like unprompted. Like, Why they decided to like adapt that into like an American film is like beyond me. Like, I mean, I can. I guess I understand like why producers would do it because yeah. clearly moms love that shit. But but like, wasn't it like a Shiba Inu in the Richard Gere one also? Yes. 
<laughs> That's so weird. I remember nothing about that movie except that it's Richard Gere, he's the owner, and Jason Alexander's in it for like two seconds. Oh. And um, you know what's a good Richard Gere movie, like genuinely, where he's like actually super good in the movie? What? Um, Arbitrage. Nice I know you've never empty. seen it. <laughs> <laughs> arbitrage is like in, in Knights of Rodanthe. I've never seen Knights of Rodanthe. I I know it by name. I've never. I I, I know it exists. It, it's a, it's a meme to me at this point. Um, clearly, but I feel like Pierce Brosnan. No, no, I I feel like Richard Gere has the same injury as Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yeah, that's another yeah. person. So Pierce Brosnan, Richard Gere, Dennis Quaid. Oh shit, we're doing it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yes. You're on I'm gonna make a list yeah. of all of our like the FBI outside your house. Like <laughs> Pierce Gear. Quaid. Quaid. Uh um, Friday night, am I right? <laughs> it's like not even like the Mamma Mia dads. Like they're not millennial canon. Like these guys are. The I hate to break dads. it to you, but one of those guys is a Mamma Mia dad. No, I know, but like, <laughs> he is like, he should have played Billy Flynn in Chicago. Ooh, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. You know what's sad when I think of Pierce Brosnan? Why are we talking about this on Seventeen again? I don't know. Um, when I think about <laughs> when I think about <laughs> Pierce Brosnan, I don't think about Mamma Mia. I don't think about James Bond. I think about him being Robert Pattinson's dad. I remember me. I haven't seen that movie actually. We need to cover it soon, but you I know exactly. I've seen the ending scene a billion times. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to defend that movie because it's not like amazing, but I think there's mer- like there's good stuff in there that people overlook because the ending is yes, very stupid. Yeah. Um, um but there's the amount like, of like he has a great performance in it. I feel like I said this on like last week's episode because I like finished a book that I read last week, but the amount of like literature and stuff that like is like surprise this is about 911 is like ridiculous like literally ridiculous yes i mean like i've read two books in the past year that like the last page is literally like and then 911 happened and it's like what the fuck <laughs> me watching the first 5 minutes of euphoria <laughs> <laughs> i just ordered i've i've never ordered anything from the a24 shop and yeah. I was proud of it. Yeah, but except yeah. today <laughs> I spent fucking a hundred dollars on the Euphoria book. What, what, Did you what see Euphoria that? Book? No, I didn't. Okay, so it's like a box, and then there's a book for every episode of Euphoria, and it has like screenplay of the episode. It has like interviews. It has like behind the scenes photos, like storyboard drawings and stuff, and it's like in like a beautiful like holographic box. And yeah, I'm looking at it now. I got it because <laughs> I'm Euphoria trash. But no, it's a great show, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mostly am just like the second to last episode when she like has to pee is like a one of my favorite episodes of TV like ever. So and also like yeah, yeah. just like there are specific like I think like overall like I'm just like there are some characters and I'm like I don't give a shit. Um, like, 
And then, like, there are, like, specific, like, moments and scenes that I'm just like, this is the most important thing that I've ever seen in my life. There's, I'm pretty invested in, I mean, obviously, I'm not, like, as invested as everyone as I am with Rue, but I Mm -hmm. I can't say, like, there's any one story in that show where I'm, like, I'm bored when it happens. Like, even the characters I don't like, I'm still, like, interested in, like, where the characters are going, which Mm. is why it's one of those shows I haven't dropped off from. I mean, I know it's only, like, one season, but, like, I... I don't see myself ever. I, I I'm pretty sure unless it just gets terrible to like an unexcusable like level, which yeah. I don't really see happening. Uh, I'm gonna see it through to the end. Which yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you know um, what? Still has nothing. Know, you know that I'm gonna be up late tonight watching that Arcade Fire ice skating scene. You know it. A hundred percent. Um, <laughs> but. Like I said, those, you know, those when guys, I watch Euphoria, I feel like I'm 17 again. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to say, because we, we talked about like the Matthew Perry buildup yeah. in this movie. Um, the chemistry between Zach Efron and Thomas Lennon in this movie, his, mm-hmm. uh, his friend, really good. They're really funny together <laughs> in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Um, um, it, it, lightsaber duels. Yeah. It was canon. So much like corporate like imagery. Like would Disney allow these scenes to happen? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> In no. 2021, absolutely no. not. No. Um I love his bed though. It's so funny. Um when he like and- wakes up like when Zach Efron's in his house and he's yeah. just like he like pops out the pod racer or whatever like it's just yeah. so stupid like um, I, the scene that makes or the part that makes me laugh is like when he's fighting Zach Efron he's like oh, a more civilized duel or like something like that and it's just so stupid yeah in the beginning I was like anticipating it being like oh like nerds are oppressed like bullshit but no. He's just so fucking funny. And I think the funniest line of all time is when they're sitting in, like, the principal's office and he's wearing, like, a weird, like, turtleneck and his hair is, like, slicked back. And <laughs> Zach Efron is like, you look like Clay Aiken. And he's just like, don't... He's like, leave him don't, out of this. Yeah, leave him out of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um. there's just, like... He's, like, funny beyond, like, being, like, I'm a nerd. Um, and no, I think it's really funny that he's, like, farmer. rich for no reason. Like, well, he even says that. He's like, yeah, we just kind of like get rich because we, like, do shit that normal people don't care about. <laughs> like, because yeah. Yeah. Like, even, like, he's like, how did you have Halo early? I just, like, talked to, like, a Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, so the movie starts out, and he works at, like pharmaceuticals like just some specifically for like viagra or something right yeah which is like i don't know that could have been like it's so metaphorical (laughs) oh what because he's like 30 he's like aging and depressed (laughs) are you gonna say my dick's not gonna work in like 10 years kira i can't (laughs) like i can't i'm already going through enough as it is um, <laughs> no, but I feel I kind of like that that wasn't like a punchline in the movie. Like it was just kind of like he does this boring job for like this stupid like thing. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and I think the girls in his office are very funny. And I wrote down, I want to go to TGI Fridays with Wendy and the girls. Because when the girl gets promoted, she's like, we are going to TGI Fridays. And all the girls cheer. Um, I want to be there. I want to be there. I want to be at TGI Fridays with Wendy and the girls. Uh, don't you just hate it when your stupid coworker takes your fucking promotion that you've been waiting for for 17 years? Yeah. That's Selenio Cannon. <laughs> Uh, this, it was this motherfucker literally says i've been he said i've been mad for 20 years like motherfucker get over it <laughs> <laughs> like how are you gonna be mad for 20 years yeah um yeah yeah but um <laughs> No, but like, and then he goes to like the school, picks up his kids, and then, mm-hmm. but like, him talking to the janitor is just like, what? Like, yeah. it, um, I feel like it's like <laughs> always like a janitor too that's like magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like a, just like a random, just some guy. When I say I want to smoke a blunt with them, I mean him and Christopher Walken and Click. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream rotation. <laughs> um, yeah. He's like... Uh, it, I don't know. <laughs> I just like how he's just like... Eh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Who is he? I know you're looking um, at it's, it's Bill Murray's brother. Are you kidding? <laughs> Brian Doyle Murray. Oh my yeah. god. I was like 90% sure that's why I was looking yeah. at But yeah, what, he's also... He was in Christmas Vacation as Clark's boss, if you've seen that movie. You haven't seen that movie, have you? I've seen that ending scene 50 million times. Like, the last half hour, the last 20 minutes. Literally the most perfect Christmas I literally, like, every year I'll just walk into my house from, like, being out somewhere, and the last 20 minutes my family will be sitting watching it. So so I've literally only seen the last 20 minutes of it. You should watch, like, all of it. It's, like, it's literally like the best Christmas movie. Like it's it's so fucking funny. Um, but yeah, I he just he's a character actor. Um, yeah, he just shows up every now and then, and every time he does, it's really fun. And he's he's only like in three scenes here, but and he just kind of like laughs and like does weird shit. But mm-hmm. it's funny. It's cute. Yeah. Um, so he goes to the high school to pick up his kids who hate him. Um, his son is very, like, he, he was in, was he in Hannah Montana? Um, he was, like, his name's Sterling Knight. He was, wasn't he, like, Den Brother or whatever? And that didn't, or, like, the one where he's, like, he's, he like, was a on Sunny with a Chance. So, yeah, Sunny with a Chance, So Random, Melissa and Joey. I know none of these things that I'm talking about, by the way. Um, I know, yeah, Sunny with a Chance is um, the Demi Lovato show um, on Disney Channel. I think I, Demi I don't Lovato want... vehicle, if you will. Um, I don't want to be yelled at by our audience. He was not Den Brother. That's a different person. All these Disney Channel white boys just blend together for me. Um... <laughs> But yeah, he was in. Okay, let's see. Hannah Montana, out of Jimmy's head, which we need to talk about one day. Wait, Hannah Montana? Did he play one of her boyfriends that she was like picking between or something? Yeah, it's Lucas. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Starstruck. Yeah. Chance, so random. Melissa and Joey. And that's kind of it. Um, and then yeah. the world needed him most. He vanished. Yeah. What a name. What? Lucas Knight? Sterling or Knight. Sterling Knight. Yeah. Sterling. Yeah. What the fuck? Where do you get off? <laughs> like Sterling Knight. That like, cannot be his real name. No, absolutely, absolutely fucking not. Like, it's like Mr. or Mrs. Knight? Are you kidding me? Fuck like, off. I feel like every single parent of like a Disney Channel kid is like kind of crazy on some level. But then there are like, like I like her. She's like cool. But like, do you know like Dove Cameron? I I know who she is. Yeah. So this is definitely not like her real name. I'm pretty sure. And also like. She, it's, like, speculated that she, like, got plastic surgery when she was, like, a child, which is why she looks like a computer-animated, like, Disney character. Um, Like, I think she's, like, stunning and, like, beautiful, but I'm also just, like, um, yeah, I think that it's kind of wild, um, just the concept of child actors. Um, Yeah, I mean... You know, there's a. All I'm saying is, I hope. Because, like, watching that Billie Eilish documentary, I know she's not like a child actor. Yeah. Say, but... Speaking of, um, new album dropping soon. Yes, I saw that. See that? Amazing. Yeah. When, when's it coming yeah. out? July 30th. It's not soon. Yeah, but she's um, been dropping music, like, like singles. Yeah. I've been dropping hints, like. It'll go quick. Yeah, uh, no, I, I'm looking. This is a Billie Eilish. We we uh, we're pro Billie Eilish here. As oh, absolutely. I think as a millennial, it's like millennials are like we need to protect her, but we're also in the camp of like we look up to her. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just like the whole like damn like. I hope people are nice to her and I need to defend her. But then also, like, the whole, like, damn, I really relate to this kid. No, I mean, I really hope she's... I mean, we talked... Uh, shout out to the Doc Plus Pod Boys. I was on... Yeah, that was a great episode. Yeah, we talked about it pretty extensively. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, when I watched that documentary, I was just like, I just hope she's okay. Like, I... Yeah. Like, I'm gonna, like, ever since seeing that documentary, like... I just am always gonna be thinking about her like every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's like I hope she's doing okay today. Like I really Yeah, they do. showed footage of the doc on like a Apple TV commercial or whatever during the Oscars and even Sean was like, I really love that documentary. And like he he like had never like listened to Billie Eilish. No, like all like, he just good. he just went in being like, I'm gonna watch doc, this. With you don't you. have to prior. Yeah. He literally went in because I I was yeah. like I really want to watch yeah. this and he went into it being like, yeah I'll watch it with you, and now he's like a Billie Eilish, stan, <laughs> you know, um, yeah so no I I'm it's it's the best yeah um um so going back to do you... sorry <laughs> what were you gonna say <laughs> I was gonna say this well no, I was gonna say this dude fucking. I mean, after, and then, like, Leslie Mann's, like, divorcing him for, like, mm-hmm. you're not, you're, you're, you're bad at being a dad and a husband. Like, just to, yeah. like. 
I think it's kind of, like, realistic in the sense that, like, nothing really happened between them. It was just kind of, like, time, you know? Yeah. Like, there was nothing really that he had to, like, quote-unquote fix. Like, nothing, like... Yeah. Like, the whole point is that, like, like, it's, like, kind of a joke. Like, his, like, spirit quest or whatever. Um, That, like he needs to find out what he has to fix because it's not like oh like one person cheated or like one person did this it's like they just literally like it's just like time happened like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no i mean that's like you're right that is realistic in the sense of like because time really does like i mean me being 23 and i'm still feel like i'm 18 and it's like damn time really do be like that sometimes it's kind of like yeah and before you know you're like the same person with the same like regrets and angst but like now you're an adult and it's yeah like, oh shit like so i mean not to like defend like because like the movie does tell you like he was wrong for feeling this way or like mm-hmm. um taking uh, his family for granted but um it also is it doesn't like necessarily make him a villain either it's just very realistic in the way it portrays him yeah Definitely. And I think, like, yeah, I think they're just both giving really good performances. And Leslie Mann, like, always delivers, like, regardless of whatever yeah. she is given. Yeah, um, literally never been bad in her life. She's yeah. pretty amazing. We're just going to really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Speaking of casting, um, of course this, of course she is the fucking principal. I don't even have to say anything different, like yeah. anything other than that. There's never been a another like principal, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's um, it's her. She's the principal. Like that's it's her. <laughs> it's, it's her. Yep. Um... <laughs> I'm not even a comment anymore. Should we even explain further? Like, no, because like people know, like they know yeah. who it is. They know it's like, yeah, no, it's her. <laughs> Everyone, um, please look up the cast. If you don't know what we're talking about, please look up um, like the cast of this movie and just look and see who is playing the principal. Um, her name is. Her name rhymes with Halora Ma- Marden. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, oh, because I was looking to see, like, what else we've talked about her. Like, what movie. Yeah, yeah, she was in Tower of Terror, I forgot. Yeah, but she she's always playing, like, a goddamn, like, principal or a mom or, like, a cop. Like, there's no other... There's, yeah. Or, like, an office lady. Like, wasn't she also in Dan in Real Life? No, Holly was in Dan in Real Life from The Office. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm looking at her Wikipedia page, and this shit is extensive. Um, yeah. God damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, she's she's super funny in the movie, though. Like that. Yeah. There's some like scenes of like genuine like comedic like weirdness that I appreciated. Mm-hmm. And that scene where she's like speaking Elvish to Thomas Lennon, mm-hmm. I was just like, this is like going for it, and I have to admire <laughs> that. Like it's weird. <laughs> like it's just yeah. It's, like, <laughs> there's definitely like weird stuff in this movie like not 
I don't know, like, I feel like, like I said before, like, I was surprised at how f- actually funny, like, the nerd stuff was. Well, because it's not, it's not like Big Bang Theory, like, oh, Sheldon said Batman, but, like, um, in this movie, it's, like, they actually write jokes, and they happen to be nerds. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, the joke is not them being nerds, they're nerds that are telling jokes. Like, there's the difference. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the entire, I mean, I unfortunately have seen more than one episode of Big Bang Theory just being a male who lived through the 2010s. And, you know, the entire setup and punchline of those jokes are just, huh, nerds. You know, it was like a weird collective experience that I found out. Um, Listeners, let us know if this is a thing. Um, I was talking to a friend of the pod, Deirdre, who was on our Holes episode, mm. and um, apparently it is, like, a shared, like, experience that um, on vacations in hotel rooms, um, you know, like, when you're, like, in a hotel room and you're just, like, clicking through the channels because All there's, the like, yeah, um, for some reason, both of us, like, our families will, like, only watch Big Bang Theory if we're like sitting in a hotel room. Right. Like I don't know. Like uh do you I have mean, like a specific show that you like associate with like hotel? I, not, so much a, not so much a show, but a channel that I only watch when I'm in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking TNT. <laughs> like <laughs> TNT. Yeah. TNT. Yeah, yeah we no. know drama, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Cause I feel like <laughs> Or also, like, I have a hotel that's, like, because, you know, Florida. Um, I live, like, mm-hmm. I could, like, walk down the road and I'll be next to a hotel. Mm-hmm. And they still, like, as if it's, like, 2005, they have, like, an ad outside that says free HBO in the rooms. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, dude, it's 2021. Like, Dude, I have HBO on my phone. That's Get what I'm saying. <laughs> no, like, literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's also funny just thinking of, like, what hbo like means to us as a generation and it's like okay so we're just gonna like sit and watch like euphoria in a hotel room (laughs) like yeah i don't know it's it's funny to me no i mean and that's also like why i'm saying about like tnt it's like there's something about being on a vacation and like you 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 unpack yeah. Or whatever. You just throw your bags down, take a shower, you lay on the bed, and you just want to put on like, some fucking random movie from 2016. Yeah. Like, you or don't like, even want to watch like it. Like 2005. Like, exactly. I feel like another thing, too, is like, I don't know if this is like a universal experience either, but like um, at hotels where you like get free breakfast, yeah. and it's like instead of like sitting down there with like all the other people, you like bring the breakfast back up to your room. And you turn on the TV and you watch either, like, a local news morning show or, like, those, like, shows on, like, um, Animal Planet or whatever that are, like, top ten dog breeds or, like, (laughs) do you know what I'm talking about? This is Watch Mojo, and here are top ten dog breeds. Um, No, I mean, I don't usually... It's funny because I didn't even realize you could do that. Like, I didn't realize you could. I mean, I know you probably can, but like taking breakfast back to your room is like a mind blowing concept to me. Because, yeah. like, every time I do it, I just like sit there like a fucking chump. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, 
eating in the dining hall. <laughs> like, I'm Why like, would yeah. you want to sit with other people? I don't think I want to. I just never thought that I could take it back to my room. <laughs> but now that you explained it, I'm like, why couldn't I? Like, yeah, folks, just... you heard it here first. It's legal <laughs> to take your continental breakfast back up to your room, and it is also legal to go back down and get seconds or thirds. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I went to the Hamptons Inn. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, like, their complimentary breakfast. That shit slaps. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I miss, like, staying in a Marriott so much. Marriott's really good. Um, God, this is a hotel pod. Now. Yeah. They uh, they didn't do continental breakfast last time I went. Because um, uh, I stayed in a hotel during COVID. Like, I had to travel to see a family member. Um, so they didn't do the breakfast. So we just ordered like DoorDash like breakfast from somewhere every day. But yeah, I, <laughs> like, I, I really mean, miss it. That's like my yeah. favorite. Like I, I just love the smell of those like dry biscuits. You know what I mean? Like mixing with like the pool chlorine and like, um, you know, just the smells of like a hotel. My The thing I associate with like a hotel, like when I know I'm at a hotel, mm-hmm. is drinking orange juice and then diving in a pool but you yeah. can still, like feel the orange juice or taste it in your mm-hmm. mouth like i don't know that's a very specific thing but like no yeah. i know what you mean um like <laughs> hotels are just a very specific like feeling i don't yeah you know what pretty, I mean. oh i this is a good segue i watched 17 again in a hotel room i remember this I probably I, have to. No, because I remember. I distinctly remember this. I watched this and Terminator Salvation <laughs> because my mom, um, her company sometimes has like the Christmas parties at Disney. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, so I was 12 when I saw this. Yeah. Uh, it was past my birthday. And like she like went downstairs to go to the party and I like stayed in the hotel room. And I remember mm-hmm. I watched this in Terminator Salvation on my laptop, and that's the first time I saw this movie. So <laughs> that's a great, that's a great segue. Look at that. Yeah. We saved this episode, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, like people probably enjoy like hotel talk and like the dumbass things that we talk about instead of like our movie criticism. And honestly, if that's the case, you're valid. <laughs> and if it's not the case, I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, the last thing I'll say about a hotel is that I wish Nick Hotel was still open so we could record an app there. Oh god, the dream. Yeah, while being slimed, like we just stand underneath it and we're like reporting live from underneath the slime bucket at the Nickelodeon Hotel in Orlando. Mid pot, I just randomly slime you and you're like, Ooh, Adam, you got me. Like, just like, no. <laughs> stop. But you know, I like, in the middle of, like, a Kids' Choice Awards when they're, like, randomly sw- like, yeah. somebody and it's, like, I, I know that it's, like, I know that it's, like, vanilla pudding or whatever the fuck it is, but, like, that's, like, the most, like, like, it doesn't even gross me out. It's just, like. just looks like. It just, it's like, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> it's, like, that vine that's, like, I can't believe you've done this. When he, like, slaps the guy in the ear. Do you know what I'm talking about? Alright, pack it up. This <laughs> No, but you know what I'm like? Yes, I know what you're talking about. I just feel like if I got slimed, I'd be like, I can't believe you've done this. Um, 
17 again. Yeah, so he turns into a teenager, like, he fights with that guy, Ned, um, and he, like, wears this, like, Ed Hardy outfit to school, and honestly, iconic look. Um, also, I want to say the hard, like, when he's, like, I need you to enroll me in school, he's like, that was hell for me, I'll never go back. No, never. Never, never. And then the hard cut to him, like, being in the high school. Yeah, um, a scene like that is definitely Zillennial canon, just, like, yeah. editing in that way um, Honestly, as a punchline. Yeah. 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 Um, but I feel like a lot, like, Jump Street, this movie does have, like, a good, like, subversion of, like, what he thinks high school will be, and then it's just, like, not that. Yeah, it's also, like, I think it does a pretty good job of... Um, showing like even though it's kind of a punchline like it does a good job of basically saying like hey high school actually wasn't good for everyone like not everyone like peaked in high school (laughs) yeah um and i think a lot of the lesson that he like has to learn or whatever is basically like high school is not great (laughs) yeah like because he like puts all of his self-worth into like what he was in high school but you also Um, like understand where he's coming from though because like he was doing great and then like he did the thing where he had to like be responsible and like take care of his girlfriend who was pregnant and like mm-hmm. everything and so you can understand like why he would feel that way like you can understand yeah. like yeah like if you were like probably going to get like a giant scholarship and you had to give that up to be responsible like mm-hmm. you would probably go through life thinking like damn like what if I took that scholarship like, yeah. what if this didn't happen so it's like, it's not saying it's like, it's right to feel that way, but you understand yeah. why he does. No, yeah. And like, I think it's very natural to feel things like that. Like, I always think about like, oh, like, what if I ended up going to this college instead of like, especially like being in like a weird like state of limbo, like being like this age and like, um, just like, especially like during the pandemic and stuff, just like thinking about like where my career is going and everything. And I feel like everyone's kind of stuck with like the whole like, what is my future like? Because everything is so uncertain right now with like everyone. But yeah, even, yeah, even just like little things of like, what if I picked a different college like this whole time? What if I picked a different major? Like, um, literally me this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's, cool that like that was kind of like the main motivation for his depression (laughs) because it's definitely like realistic you know and i like how like not even halfway through but before halfway through he realizes like because i feel like he learns his lesson way earlier than normal Mm -hmm. like he's like i can't do this to like i mean he kind of like unlearns it by the end but like Early on, he's like, okay, I can't have the high school experience that I was going for. Yeah. He's like, but I can help my kids go in a better path than I did. Yeah. Which is a good concept because it, there's a lot of, uh, this is one of my notes. I'm like, there's so many opportunities for this movie to be creepier than yeah. it is. But it I, just yeah. almost always takes the wholesome route, which I appreciate. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I am. Boy, am I glad that it never crosses <laughs> a line. Yeah, because if, like if you made it today and you have the title seventeen again, you'd have like eyeballs emoji like all over. The um, <laughs> yeah, and we had a similar conversation during the thirteen going on thirty um, when we talked about big and uh, you know 
the ethics. <laughs> the ethics. The ethics yeah. of Big. Um. Yeah. No. I. I agree. And Big's a good movie, but you know, it's it's good to talk about good movies that are like, you know, they're from a certain time and. Uh, yeah. They did certain things that you just probably shouldn't do anymore. And that doesn't make yeah. those movies any less good. It's just, you know, if you learn from them and you evolve. Yeah. And I feel like this movie, in many ways, took that and, like, just yeah a lot with it. I think another thing, too, though, like, that is kind of outdated that I feel like would still be in movies today. Um, the only movie that I could think of that, like subverted this is like um blockers do you remember that yes I love that. um is like the whole like my daughter cannot be having sex because like this movie like leans into it and like doesn't use it as a punchline right. um and i feel like it's very zillennial canon for like an awkward scene in a health class well um yes i've seen that clean <laughs> happen a billion times like yeah Pass out the condoms. Yeah, like, exactly. Did your high school do that? Because my high school didn't do that. They no. never gave us condoms. No. I got into a fight with my health teacher. He hates <laughs> me. Because he started talking about mental health in like a really shitty way. Oh. And um, he was like making jokes about like OCD and was like, yeah, like my wife has OCD and sometimes I'll like walk around the house and uh, and like move the furniture like an inch away and like move the picture frames and make them crooked and see if she notices and then was like ha 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 and like the class was like ha 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 and then me a bitch (laughs) who was like on tumblr was like raising my hand and being like why is that funny (laughs) and he was like oh what do you mean like what do you mean and i'm like why is that funny i don't get it and he was like, oh, it's okay. My wife doesn't really have OCD. And I was like, okay, but that makes it worse. <laughs> and then I had to go to, like, a student teacher conference, like, a parent teacher conference, like, for my little brother. And, like, had to sit across the table from him. And he didn't remember me. But, Mr. Rowett, I never forgot you. <laughs> um crazy shit no i my health class you Does, know what? has anyone ever had a good health class like i don't I think did. oh okay never mind i mean no because my my health i remember her she was actually my favorite teacher in um uh, in not my favorite teacher in high school but like she's one of them her name was miss mm-hmm. schwartz hey miss schwartz if you're listening um yeah no she was like just the coolest person and like she was literally like she said something like, listen, she's like, I know you guys are going to drink. Like, she literally, like, said, like... Yeah. She, like, literally said, like, if you guys are, like, ever, um, like, need, like, a D, like, a designated driver, like, mm-hmm. find my number on OCPS, which is our public school system, and, like, just call mm-hmm. me and I'll pick you up. Like, like that's literally, like, and she just, like, gave, like, very honest conversations with us, and she was just, like, the coolest, and I... I go back and visit her sometimes. She was a really good mm-hmm. teacher. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't be you. Can't though. say the same. <laughs> um, but, like, this, like, it was definitely, like, improvised, like, some of the health class scenes. Because I was, like, trying to, like, figure out, like, the morals of this movie throughout the whole movie. 
Mm-hmm. And in the health class scene, the teacher is like, our school's official stance on, like, sex education is abstinence. And then, like, two se- not even two seconds later, she's like, and our official stance on sex ed is, um, like, if you're, like, you're gonna do it anyway, but if you do, I'm like, that's completely redundant. Like, yeah, no, anybody no, who is over the age of 16 and is aware of, like, the public school system is, like, yeah paying attention to these things like can someone like if like ha- has someone actually that's listening gotten like handed a condom in health class because like that's never happened like i've never i'm willing to bet like that's never happened in the history of u.s like no schools. and then i went to like, a catholic college afterwards so it's like nothing has ever like um, no education my, my college had like if you went to like the there's a place you can go, like, you can get condoms for free, but, like, mm-hmm. um, but I'm talking high school here. Like, the, yeah. no, that never happened in high school. Um, yeah, no. I had to steal condoms the first time I used to go. <laughs> so maybe if the teacher, maybe if Obama watched 17 again, we could have had a different high school experience. Michelle Obama, change your practice. <laughs> Michelle Obama, what are you doing? Joe Biden, it's not too late. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Um, Yeah, no, that scene is, like, super weird. And, like... But, again, it's, like, it's what you're saying. Like, I don't know what this movie's morals are. Because it's not, like, saying, like, sex is bad. But it's, like, saying, like, don't fuck people, like, that don't matter. Or that are going to take advantage of you, which, like, yeah, yeah true. Like, don't do that. Like, that's a yeah. good lesson. Like, I think it's, I think it's a weird, like, there's just kind of, like, weird emphasis put on, like, his, like, like, vaguely religious speech in the health class. And then it's, like, the girls are, like, no, I'm gonna be abstinent for my whole life, like, and then are like in love with him. Yeah, that one scene at the end where they're like talking to him. Oh, um, when he's like, "You need to respect yourself." And they're like, "What do they say to him?" He, she's like, "You don't have to respect me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Have to I mean, that name, that but... kind of made me laugh. No, it was funny, but like, I was like, but. Because it's kind of sort of, like, making fun of him a little, um, I found. But, yeah. It's just, yeah, you know. No, I think this movie, I because really the, the reality is somewhere in the middle of both of these, like, it's like, yes, like, being completely horny all the time is, you know, I'll bonk you on the head, but... Um, yeah. Also, if you're super Zach Efron outdoor. will come and bonk you on the head. You yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> but also, um, of course, Zach Efron's dance in this movie is very silly. And mm-hmm. um, so, no, I think the movie does a good job at like poking fun at it, but at the same time, it brings it up so often that I was kind of like, "So, what are you trying to say, though?" Yeah, yeah, like, it's hard to gauge like what exactly like. Other than, like, I think, like, the core, like, relationship of it works out really well. Right. Um, But I think beyond that, there are some weird, like, gray areas regarding, like, 
how like characters motivations are well like it's also like that um because at the end with his daughter where like her boyfriend like pressured her into having sex and then broke up with her like right after Mm -hmm. and it's like that seems like super good like yeah like it's they're both giving like very good performances and, and like it does feel like kind of realistic to like what would happen in high school like yeah you know just pressuring and like yeah yeah like it's, and that that one quote i remember that quote went around tumblr so much like you know it always feels like the end of the world like when you're a teenager yeah but that shit was on tumblr so fucking yeah and also <laughs> like there was like a quote at the end when he's like in court i don't remember what it was the whole courtroom seems like something that. about like loving you more or something that was always yeah. on tumblr too yeah big time. um and it came back up when I was looking for content to post to promote this episode. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's also, like, another thing, too, is, like, of course they have a scene where the daughter is like, I like you. <laughs> I mean, that... Of course. That's just, like, they have to have that. Like, it made me think of, like, Back to the Future and stuff. Like, they they have to have a scene like that like it's, it's weird. so weird it's, it's really just weird. yeah i mean like even if it's like somewhat realistic that like you know someone would get a crush on someone that's spending like an abnormal amount of time with them when they're drunk. yeah like even just for the sake of being not weird don't include it like i don't care like if you have to sacrifice one realistic scene to make me not uncomfortable yeah like i mean i don't oh, think they had to have like the bedroom scene where um his daughter is like trying to like bite him that's what i'm saying like you don't have to have that scene. yeah but they like, they could have the scene where she's just like i think i like she she could literally be like i think i like you like and then there's a weird like gay like panicky scene i didn't really because like in retrospect like when that started happening i thought it was gonna be worse than it was but it was really just like i'm not gay. like she he's it didn't seem like he was offended that she would suggest that he's gay it seemed more like he's just like no it's she's like he's like it's not that i don't like you because like not because i'm gay it's i don't like you but she, he just can't explain the situation to her like that's how it read no me. i know but uh, it like, she, gay panic like <laughs> She's like, I feel like it was almost used as like a punchline where she's just like, Your jeans are like really tight. I should have known. Like, oh, I mean, kind of funny. <laughs> like, it's, mm, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's like, as a kid who was terrible. I'm just like, it's funny. <laughs> as a kid who was like closeted by in high school, it was funny to me. Like, jeans yeah. are a little tight, like my ass in high school. <laughs> like, <laughs> my ass in high school. <laughs> yeah no um no. <laughs> my dummy thick cheeks together. me at 23 um no <laughs> no like I, I i mean it wasn't like it never crossed the line of being like homophobic so like i i thought it was like fine i don't know yeah i know it's just extremely 2009 of a scene i feel like no yeah for sure and i mean like would you include that today no of course not, but, like, I thought it was, like, harmless enough that I was, like, okay. <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. Um, I also, like, want to say 
one joke that has been made like eight million times in movies is like going back to that party scene when um uh she's like you're on fire no you're literally on fire yeah you're literally on fire dude how many times have we heard that like same joke same that's the lineal canon you're on fire oh really no like you're literally on fire Oh, really? That is the lineal canon. No, you're, like, literally on fire. You're, like, like, literally on fire. Like, that exact line, that exact yeah. delivery every yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Although, it's a little bit funnier in this movie, because he just, like, he doesn't even try to put it out. He just, like, hops to the bathroom, which I thought was yeah. funny. Just <laughs> very awkwardly. Yeah. Um, it's also, like, um, just, like, random things in this movie that just don't make sense. Like, yeah. Why would the mom just like walk into a party? Um, yes. Well, okay. I, I, there is one thing I want to talk about, like Leslie Mann's character in this movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we said she she's great in the movie. She's great in everything. We we're yeah. pro Leslie Mann pod here. Yeah. yeah. But the character <laughs> that's that's someone she dated for a significant amount of time. That's the man who yeah. had her children. And yeah. I mean, I know she has the scene where she's, like, feeling his face, and she's like, wow, it's uncanny. Like, funny scene. But, like, it's literally him. No, I know. I know. And it's, like, it's kind of surprising that, like, the kids look nothing like... I know it's, like, a movie and, like, casting, whatever. Also, the kids have never seen a picture of their dad as a teen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite, like, recurring jokes in the movie is, like, Uncle Ned's bastard child. <laughs> that was so fucking fun. Funny. Like when he's just like no, when he fucking he's in the he's in the principal's office, like, uh uh Mark here, he's a bastard. Like <laughs> And he's like exactly um, like looks at him. <laughs> even like uh the son, like he like introduces him to like Leslie Mann as yeah. like Uncle Ned's bastard. Like, Mom, this is Uncle Ned's bastard. Yeah, and then he's like, Ned had a kid with somebody, and everyone's like, ew. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, then what was the explanation? So he's like, he's like, why haven't I never met you or even heard of you? And he's like, he's like, basically, like, my mom didn't want people to know she had a kid with Ned. Yeah, yeah. And the son's like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's super funny. <laughs> I forgot about that running bit. But yeah, it's like, every time it hit, it was really funny. Which, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, this movie has a lot of weird shit in it, but, like, yeah. it's saved because there's, like, also legitimately really funny scenes. Yeah. Oh, you forgot a uh, Zillennial canon trope. Go for it. Being in love with the head cheerleader. She's the head cheerleader. The girl that the son is obsessed oh, with. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, she never talked to me. She's the head cheerleader. <laughs> Um, also then like the, the pep speech like any guy any girl in this place would be lucky to talk to you like any mm-hmm. girl would be, like yeah that's that's e-canon um, yeah yeah <laughs> this whole yeah. movie is e-canon like from start to finish like yeah it honestly feels like a Disney Channel original movie but with like like a high budget yeah 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 like um also, can we discuss the iconic scene of, um, like, when the song Underdog by Spoon plays, and there's, like, the same shot, like, from five different angles of him, like, 
closing his car door. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, when he first pulls up to the school in, like, the cool car. Yeah, yeah they, like... <laughs> I remember this, like, so vividly of, um... Like, just, like, the editing in this scene. Like, I feel like that was my first, like, encounter with, like, what editing was and being like, this doesn't look normal. <laughs> But, like, it's all very deliberate because it's the punchline of the joke, like... Yeah, well, I don't know. I think it's just honestly bad at it. <laughs> no, because, like... It's he... not bad, it's just, like, um... I think it's emphasizing, like, for, um... For your viewing pleasure of, like, this is when Zac Efron is hot in this movie and you're gonna like well, it. Isn't it... But isn't that the joke? Like, he goes to school wanting to be, like, the hot guy... And then but when it's, he, and but then it the works. Of the scene. No, That's what I'm no, saying. No. Yeah. So then how is it bad? No, I just mean, like, the editing is, like, funny. Like, to that song. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's... Yeah. Because it, it would be bad if, like, the punchline of it was, like, when the bell rings and, like... And then just, like, hard cuts, like, just a fucking noisy hallway. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. just great, great hard cut. Just, like, a... That's high school baby, just like yeah. a fucking like, headache. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's super. Again, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is like 21 Jump Street, like another stuff, like very much. I mean, not that this is like completely understanding of high school, because like we already went over the sex ed scene. Mm-hmm. But like, as for like high school, just kind of like fucking sucks when you're there. And, yeah. you know, it's just usually loud and it's like crowded and yeah, you have like friends, but like, you know, there's just like yeah. 90% of the day that you're not with them. <laughs> like this podcast is for people who were like, I hate everyone here when they were in high school. If that's not you stop listening. <laughs> when I was in high school, like I was like chill with a lot of people. Like I was uh-huh. like, I had like a decent amount of like, yeah acquaintances but i definitely spent like lunch with like a bunch of like people i didn't really care about and yeah i don't know like now i'm like thinking back i'm like damn what if i like threw myself into like a situation where i actually like had like a close group of friends from high school (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i feel like towards the end of high school i had like a lot of like weird like coming of age moments like i literally felt like a coming of age movie because I made, like, the video, like, I, like, filmed and edited, like, the video for my senior class, mm-hmm. and I, like, interviewed, like, I just, like, put out, like, an open call for, like, interviews and, like, asked people, like, oh, like, what was your favorite memory from high school? Like, who are your favorite teachers? Like, what are you looking forward to? Like, whatever. And I, like, wrote the interview questions myself, and people, like, scheduled, like, time to, like, come talk to me, and I would, like, interview them, like, with, like, camera and lights and stuff and I feel like I would like actually talk to these people that I've like never talked to before and I don't think anybody knew who I was until I interviewed them (laughs) yeah I just remember distinctly like the only party I ever went to (laughs) I feel like I told you this only party I ever went to in high school somebody like came up to me and was like oh are you new to this district and I was just like no I've been going here for like 10 years <laughs> classic Kira just classic Kira moments in history my first uh, high school party 
I just remember getting like really stoned and like crying in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has anything changed since then, Adam? No, no, literally no. Like, um, I just remember this girl's like, I'm like crying on the sink and like this girl's like begging, like, I gotta piss. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I'm being for that. No, uh, <laughs> Yeah, imagine it's like Adam. Did you know we actually went to high school together? Just like cut to like <laughs> you crying, <laughs> but it's like in like movies when they do like bad like eighties flashbacks where it's like they're in like extremely eighties clothes. <laughs> yeah, no, and you have like a fake mustache on. <laughs> do the Dewey Cox? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I know wish we were John C. Riley. I wish John C. Riley played older Zac Efron. Oh, I would love that. Literally have John C. Riley play older everybody and every... I want John C. Riley to be in every movie. Yeah. No, literally same. Yeah, I saw a tweet recently that said like I wish more like movies would use the Dewey Cox route when it comes to like like flashback scenes or like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like just do just do that. Just yeah. <laughs> like have the present day actor pretend to be like a twelve year old. Like yeah. do the Florence Pugh and Little Women. Like just <laughs> Hey, she's 16, call it a day. Just like, uh, just put bangs on her. She'll make her look like a baby. <laughs> a point A, cure a coffer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now that my hair is like grown out, I look like an actual adult. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I also want to say, I like how Jim Gaffigan plays the coach and he does not age once in 20 years. It's like, Jim Gaffigan comes out in the first scene and then yeah. when he comes out again, it's, they, had, they, did, they didn't age him. Yeah. It's it's just Jim Gaffigan again. I think he's just like wearing a different hat. Yeah. It's just like and then I like he's I like how he's like, yeah, it's like I've been here for like thirty years, but yeah. This is my last. And I'm like, cool. Like <laughs> Of course he's retiring the day that Zac Efron goes back in time. Yes, it's so stupid. <laughs> like Oh, um, uh, we love a good Jim Gaffigan. Between this and like thirteen going on thirty, it's just fun to yeah. randomly pop up in these movies. Yeah. Um, I only have like two other notes, mm-hmm. which is uh, the courtroom scene is good, and also them throwing like a just a genuinely unbelievably huge party is Zillennial Cannon. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially like. I don't know. It's funny because, like, I feel like he, like, didn't need to throw that party. Well, he did it to get back at Ned for some reason, right? Didn't he? I think so. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Something like that. I think something about him, like, going out on a date with the principal. One of my the best laughs in the movie is, like, when he just, like, fucking slaps the shit out of him at the end. Yeah. That scene. There's lots of, like, I think also Zillennial canon is, like, somebody slaps somebody, and then, like, characters, like, line up behind them to, like, slap the character. Oh, well, yeah, that, that one <laughs> scene with, like, Leslie Mann, the daughter. Like, everyone just, like, getting in line and, like, slapping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but also, like, when Thomas, Ma- or Thomas Lennon is, like, slapping him, he's just, like, he slaps him, like, three times. He's like, okay, I'm done. And it goes, like, four fourth slap. Yeah. And then, like, it cuts to, like, the next scene. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. But that courtroom scene is just 
Oh, it's heartbreaking when he's like, I have a letter, I have a letter. And then when she picks it up and it's, uh, it's not like he was actually talking from the heart. Yeah. You know, that shit. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and that's a good case for like, hey, Zac Efron is not only recently a good actor, but he's like been a good actor. Yeah, he's always been a good actor. Yeah, he's like, I mean, even Charlie St. Cloud, which is not a good movie, but like, he's good in it. Mm-hmm. Like that that very much is like a movie where like it's been written off and like fairly so because it's not good. But like you watch it and you're like, yeah, you can see him like trying to prove himself with this movie. Yeah. Like he's like, hey, I can like act, guys. And then like no one liked it. And again, good, because it's not a good movie, but there's merit to his performance, I think. Yeah, um, I remember seeing that in theaters. Um, I don't remember what it's about. Isn't it like his brother dies and he's like hallucinating him or something? It's, it's I mean, the concept is super sad. The execution's bad, but like the the brother on the car ride when they're getting the accident, like the brother's like saying like, "I don't want you to like go to college because like then I won't have anyone here." Mm-hmm. And then like he immediately like gets in a car accident. And so, like, that's the last thing they talk about is, like, him not wanting his brother to, like, leave town. Mm-hmm. So now he has, like, a whole, like, guilt thing. Like, his brother died. He didn't want him to leave. And now he's, like, haunted by his ghost before he leaves for college. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I mean, it's not a good movie, but, like, it, the, the setup and the performance and everything is, like, really sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just remember seeing it because, like I said, uh, at the beginning of this episode, um, I used to think that Zac Efron was the hottest thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. And I just think sliced bread is the hottest thing. Exactly. <laughs> sliced bagel. Tell me about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, the ending is like super cheesy, though. Like when he like comes out in the basketball outfit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a pretty good like reveal i guess like i like the use of like shadows not to like overanalyze it but i like how the shots in like i think the lighting is really good in those scenes because it's like kind of like a nice parallel between like them as adults and them as kids right um and like them kind of like being in the shadows and like only seeing their silhouettes like the silhouettes of them like aren't different when they're like embracing as adults and embracing as kids and it's kind of like a nice way to like tie it back and when he like steps out of the shadows and it's a reveal that he's just like fucking Matthew Perry in a high school basketball uniform is really funny to me also the line though of like any chance like the six pack is coming back like oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's like fucking Matthew Perry it's like no (laughs) hard emoji that's when it like goes back to like which the movie never really leans into this but the whole like ah I hate my wife the nagging wife me and my bitch wife yeah 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 no it's i mean yeah no luckily it doesn't like lean into that much but it's 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 cute it's funny yeah um not the trope but that like their dynamic is like cute at the end Um, yeah yeah um it's funny because it's like matthew perry and leslie mann have zero chemistry and all the chemistry is between zach efron and leslie mann (laughs) that dance scene's like really cute yeah yeah. yeah, it's a little like I would be fucking creeped out if this guy that looked like my ex husband came into my house and played our wedding song. Yeah, just like am I right, lady? 
just randomly walked into my life and like knew things about me. Yeah. Um yeah, no, that it's it's a little weird. It's it's definitely that's again, this movie rides that fine line of like weirdness, but also it like kinda executes it well, but like just barely. Yeah. Like there but there is like stuff in it that's like very weird. Also I just Googled this movie and one of the top like results for Seventeen again on Google is, is 17 again at a Disney Channel movie. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, so people like I mean, have a false memory of it. Being yeah. It could be a Disney Channel movie. <laughs> if you really want it to be. Um, what Adam, was, um, what? No, I was just going to like ask a stupid question. What were you going to say? Oh, what was the Leslie Mann's friend's name in this movie? Naomi. Oh yeah, Naomi. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like every time that happened, and he's like, "I don't care." Like, yeah, I thought it was cute though. Like, like that as like an indicator of like that it's him. Um, but I think it was really cute. Like the indicator of like at the basketball game, like the little like when he would like blow a kiss to her or whatever, and he like did that yeah. at the end, and it like confirmed to her that it was actually him. Yeah, um, that was really. I mean, she definitely Leslie like, Mann's face. Of. Yeah, Leslie Mann's face. Like she, she's a brilliant actress. Like her emotions, like the way that she like emotes with her face is like wonderful. I agree. She gives off like Judy Greer vibes a lot. Yeah, super. Expensive. Not because they're two redheads, but because they're both like two underrated actresses who yeah. always deliver. Yeah. Very, um, very expressive. Honestly, my only other final note is it's like a very my like a very small one, uh-huh. but just the arc of him becoming the coach at the end of the basketball team is cute. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Because like, then it's like he finds it. meaning through something like not like small, but like something that he didn't expect to find meaning in. You know. Yeah. Well, like it's you know he's obviously good at like dealing with like youths, and that's what he is now going to get paid to do. So yeah. It's, like, it's yeah. Definitely. With the passion of basketball thrown in. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's cute. <sighs> good movie. <laughs> I agree. I love this movie. And I'm really glad that we watched it. Adam, would you want to be 17? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> no, never. You cannot pay me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes when I'm like frustrated with my life, I'm like, it would be cool to redo it and then i'm like no but then i'd have to like live through like fucking senior year of high school and i'd like to be in my culture. freshman year of college again but not uh i would not like to be in high school again yeah <laughs> but if i could like redo my college experience maybe but like, yeah um just kind of like reset the clock there but otherwise yeah. no i'm good like yeah i'm good shoddy <laughs> Well, should we wrap it up? Final thoughts? Good movie? Great movie? Yeah, good movie. Uh, a lot of little canon moments. Um, super fun. Zach Efron is forever and always our king. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anyone else that's like more of a Z canon king than Zach Efron? Like, um, <laughs> Alex Lins? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But no, super good movie. Um, I liked it a lot. If you, for some reason, listen to this entire pod and still haven't watched the movie, which I know some of you guys do. You have to watch it before April 30th. Yeah, unless you just have it. In which case. Yeah. yeah. 
watch it whenever. You'll be able to find it somewhere. I don't know. I think it might be going to HBO Max since it's a Warner Brothers movie. There you go. Oh, one mental note I had that I forgot to write down. The New Line Cinema logo is on O'Cannon. Yeah, awesome powers, baby. Hell yeah. Um, I have a stack of DVDs next to me that I garbage picked if you don't follow me on Twitter. And um, I have the Awesome Powers trilogy and then two Zillennial Canon classics, Something's Gotta Give and Uptown Girls. I found them in a pile out for garbage. Hell <laughs> and yeah. I took them. It was a sign. So now I own Awesome Powers in a DVD box set, three separate DVDs. A Blu-ray box set. I have all three vinyl soundtracks. I found them for $10 for all three VHS tapes, and I'm thinking of getting them. You're unhinged. (laughs) Much like (laughs) It continues. The past year. The past year. You guys have been dealing with this for a year. Um, To what end does this go? (laughs) The only end game is Austin Powers 4. And um, or and or, I befriend Mike Myers or get sued by him. No, I'm just a fan, baby. Treading on thin ice. Um, <laughs> um, Is that a threat? By Mr. Michael Myers. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I get. I mean, it's not a Z Cannon episode until Kira mentions. Austin Powers at least once. Um, should I plug my shit? Yeah, sure. Plug your shit. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler and the AOK podcast where we are doing a lot of fun stuff in the coming weeks. Um, Marvel is done with their shit for a few weeks. So it's just it's already done. Me. Well, just for like a few weeks. Oh, well. Like Loki's oh, fucking Loki. Fuck yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Why? Because I, I don't want to relive Tumblr 2012. I'm looking forward to Loki. Looks fun. Um, cool. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's good. I'm just glad that I'm like off of TikTok, which has turned into 2012 Tumblr. <laughs> Honestly, I'm still... I'm. I go on there like once a week, but when I do go on, I spend like 12 hours on it. So. Yeah, I have like 300 messages, so I apologize to anybody who has sent me TikToks. But if I open up the TikTok app, I will not leave the TikTok app. And Shout I don't out. think I've opened it all semester. Yeah. And I've actually been able to get good grades this semester. Hmm, makes you think. Really Shout makes out you to, think. Shout out to Bestie of the Pod, Abby, who has sent me glorious TikToks. but. Sometimes it's just bad at checking my messages, so I don't always... Shout out to friend of the pod, Abby. I know you're sending me TikToks, probably. I'm sorry I haven't opened them. (laughs) Um, Kira, where can the people find you? Uh, Not on TikTok. Um, Follow me on Twitter at Garlic Emoji. Um, Follow us on Twitter at Zillennial Cannon. Follow us on Instagram at Zillennial Cannon. Um, and yes, rate and review us, Apple Podcasts. That would be fun and nice. Um, leave us a review. Yeah, voicemails, anything you want to do. Talk to us, engage with us, listen to our content. 
<laughs> I concur. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, guys.